The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Live at the Most Holy Redeemer Barbecue Bash, this is the EP Podcast. My name is Chris, her name is Hannah. Hello. All right, it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Go to bankevergreenpark.com or visit that iconic building at the corner of 95th and Pulaski. Remember, they got a junior savers account over there for the kids. They've got all kinds of options for you, including free ATMs for every account nationwide. That means wherever you go, you go into some like place on the West Coast, you're on vacation with your family. You're like, this is a strange world and I am a strange person in a strange land and you need to get some money and they're like $10 to use this ATM. Guess who reimburses it? The First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Make sure you visit them at 95th and Pulaski or visit bankevergreenpark.com. All right, so we are getting ready here. We have ribs that are cooking on the grill. My father is helping me get them. What have you done today? Have you given me advice? Have you just uh, drank my beer? What are you doing today here, Dad? I'm uh, watching you and drinking your beer bowl. <laughs> it's a great time. The door's going to open up in a little bit. Throughout this episode of the EP Podcast, we're going to talk to people from all over Evergreen Park. Who knows who we're going to bump into? I've seen several village trustees. We might get a word with them. Several people that you might be interested in what they think about what's going on in Evergreen Park. Family and friends. It's going to be a very interesting episode. And Hannah, I want to I want to talk real quick about what we got at the ribs. Why don't you follow me over here as I get ready to, uh, to unveil these in about an hour. By the time this show's over, we'll know whether or not I've won the rip competition. Describe what's underneath the hood right here. Okay, let's open up the hood. Oh my God, that looks like something from Alien Predator. Look at all that meat just like. I know, I know. Like what I have is I have this new rack where I hang the ribs on a hook. Yeah, they're hung. And I cook them over, over fire like I'm a caveman or some sort of beast from a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. I just know it looks good. It yeah. smells good. It's going to be amazing. It smells it's gonna so good. going to be some good. solid stuff right here. Those things are basically done. I could serve them. At this point, I'm slow slow cooking them so they fall off the fall bone. Fall off the bone. That's where we're at here in the last hour before the gates open up. So we're going to be traveling around this uh, festival here at Most Holy Redeemer to happen on Saturday. Remember, Kelly Burke, the mayor of Evergreen Park, is going to be on the show coming up next Monday. If you have any questions for Mayor Burke, Get them in immediately at the eppodcast.com. You can leave a voice message or you could just write us a message right there on the website. Go to the eppodcast.com and we're going to go around now and uh, check out everything that's going on, right? Let's go. Let's go. Terry Goggin, who's been on the show several times before, he talks a lot of junk, Hannah. He, he, uh, does. he does. He, he does. He talks a lot of junk, and he, <laughs> he's been on this show before about how his ribs are so much better. Yada, yada, yada. And, you know, he's got a primo spot right next to the band. The Rob Burgundy's playing here tonight. And uh, how, how's things going yet? Have you screwed up your ribs so far? No, things are going great. <laughs> and it's not junk when you can back it up. I think uh, the record will reflect uh, I have finished... Well higher than Lanuti's on 99th Street. I had a second place finish once. I had a second year. place finish once. I, I didn't cook that year. Oh, you didn't cook that year? No. I know. Only, We're going to have to go back I've to the tape cooked, on that This one. is only my third year cooking. Wow. So. Wow. Yes. All but right. no, we're having a great time. We've got a beautiful day for barbecue. 
uh, 46 teams this year. That's a record. We've wow. never had that many teams. We've had 42 register in the past, but only wound up with like 35 or 6 that year. So this is really cool. We had uh, we had to play a little Tetris with getting the tents uh, arrayed around the uh, the yeah, circus you, tents. You guys, year, you guys but, normally uh, have the really super big one. You had to put two right. together. But I kind of like this because people enter up the middle, and I think it's going to be really cool later on the night when people come walking in. Uh, well, that's what we're hoping. Yeah. You know, so it, it wasn't intentional. We made do with what we could get our hands on this year, and everybody's been great. So it's uh, we've got a lot of first-year cooks this year, probably a half a dozen or so, and then still guys this is the ninth year we're doing it's the ninth year they're cooking so everywhere in between we've got three teams from st Catharines here last year uh we had 11 teams from st Catharines, and no i'm sorry we had i think five teams from st Catharines, and they all finished in the top 12. wow we'll get them out of here get them out of here get them out of here yeah i don't want to see them anymore get them out why why are they allowed here get them out of here terry well we like to you know we like to stir up some trouble so that when the boys play football it's a little you know it's a little hotter competition (laughs) we've got two teams from uh the mother mccauley's fathers club and the brother rice fathers club cooking this year as well so there's some more junk talking on the, on yeah, the south go, side of the I'll tent. go find those guys over there. <laughs> so th- this raises a lot of money. I mean, it's obvious. That, I mean, you got you got people coming in here. It's all you can eat. You do this thing every year. You missed it last year, which had to be just kind of like, yeah. oh, my goodness, this stinks that we don't get to do this. And it's back this year. So it's it looks it might be the biggest one you've ever had. Tell people a little bit about what this goes towards when you guys do this. So this, Pat Ostry, who's our men's club president, always likes to say, Whenever we're doing a fundraiser, it's for the children. So all the money we raise out of the bash goes to uh, priority needs in the school, in the Most Holy Redeemer Grammar School. Um, sometimes we can earmark it for something. Other times we just make a blanket donation and say, you guys figure out what you need. Our new principal, Dan Turney, I think, is coming tonight, and he's already off to a, a great start. So I think we're going to have a good partnership with him throughout the course of this year. But it's an organic thing. We like to make sure that this is our number one priority is to make sure this is the best party Redeemer throws of the quote-unquote school year, right? So between this is kind of the kickoff for the new school year and the carnival that is usually on Father's Day weekend that kind of ends everything with the parish for the summer break, we like to make sure this is the best party of the year. And most of the money, probably 80% of the money we raise is organic. It's people coming to the thing and bringing their coolers and paying their 20 or $25 and just having a great time. So we're hoping for we're hoping for a thousand uh, people this year. Thousand people. What's the record for uh, amount of people at one of these things? The record attendance is uh, about 750 three okay. years ago. We're so breaking it. So we're, we're looking we're to break it. Break it. I believe that everything's getting broken out. People are excited yeah. to be out. Last year, it was like you guys had to do this thing at different houses, and you, you couldn't actually do it in the lot, so you must be pumped that it's back here. Absolutely. In fact, that was people had so much fun doing it in the lots or doing it in their own houses that it was a three-meeting, almost fisticuffs, uh, debate about should we keep it remote or should we come back to oh, wow. the parking lot? And uh, I'm like, look, there's no other, there's no better place to do it. How cool is it when you're driving down 95th Street and you see all this going on? We get probably at least 100, 200 people that stop, pull over, ask what's going on, and come back a few hours later. Well, when I was coming up uh, Pulaski at 95th, I could smell it by the Walgreens over oh, yeah. there. So. Yeah, the yep. patio. Does Those were my ribs. They weren't Those Terry's. Were they were my ribs. They were my ribs. Rips, you couldn't smell Terry's ribs. No. Terry's, no. Well, his have a distinct 
odor to that. A fragrance. <laughs> a fragrance, if you will. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. We're going to bother a, uh, a past winner here at the Most Royal Redeemer Barbecue Bash. Uh, Marty Race is standing here. A few years ago, I saw Marty after I, I didn't win carrying a trophy, and I made sure to get a picture with him, and I posted it on the EP podcast page just so people thought that I did win, Hannah. And uh, and here's Marty right here. What is the secret to a good rib, Marty? So the picture itself, Chris looked fantastic. <laughs> me? I'm beaming. Not, me, not so much. Yeah, I'm beaming. Like, I'm like, look look what I won. I didn't win anything. You won. <laughs> it, it's a great event. Ribs are just every day you kind of maybe change a little bit. Yeah. Right? It, it depends yeah. on the weather. depends on a, a ton of stuff. I got lucky. Hopefully yeah. I get lucky again today. Oh, you might get lucky. You might get, what's the secret? You want to tell us a little bit? You don't have to give us a whole thing. Do you do, you do, do, you do your own sauce? Do you do your own rub? What do you do? So I will give kudos to Julie Race. Okay. She doctors. Wonderful lady, by the way. She, she kind of is. You all kicked your coverage on that one. 100%. <laughs> so she doctors a sweet baby raise. I cannot divulge what goes on, uh-huh. but makes it even sweeter mm-hmm. and a bite on it. And that's the sauce. There it is. Yes. There little it is. secrets, kids. Little secrets. Doctored sweet baby rays. At a barbecue bash, something to try. In college, maybe stay away from it. Uh, please stay away from it. <laughs> Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local country financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Introduce yourself. Uh, Mike Carroll, Down with the Swine. All right, Down with the Swine, one of the teams here at the Barbecue Bash. Tell me about these socks. You got the red, white, and blue socks. Red, white, and blue socks is Team Norm Anderson for the men's club. We wear the red, white, and blue socks. And today it's September 11th. So I'm representing the red, white, and blue. This is my softball team, Hannah. Uh, yeah. We got the village trustee, Norm Anderson, who's been on the show before. Oh, yeah. And uh, he is he, he is my my softball team captain. And, and Mike here not only is cooking, but he's on the team. And by the way, little trivia for you. Wednesday, I went first to home. On, first, to on, home. first to home on a gapper hit by this guy. <laughs> I still got legs, Hannah. You still have legs. At 44 years old. I can't believe you made me run. Scored from first. It's a good win. <laughs> 
tell me a little bit about what you guys are cooking. What, what do we uh, What do we got here? Is there Is there any secret to what you do? Is it the rub? Is it the sauce? What so do you do? This is a 1960s avocado Weber grill that does not hold temperature, does not seal, and I have no clue how it works. So it's just pure. Uh, Look, that thing right there is yeah. insane. That's a, that's an antique right now. Yes, Are is. you actually using that? Yeah. Uh, with no temperature, the old wooden handle. Yeah. With that's the seal nuts. is broken. It's very difficult to control, but Holy cow. it's got flavor and it does well. And then and anything you do special with the rub or the, the ribs or the, the sauce? Or I, have a, I have a rib rub that my friend and I made years ago that's featured at Joseph's Restaurant. Yeah. That they do. It's an award-winning rub. Lakeside award-winning rub. How many years you've been doing this? Well, we've done this every year, but the rib rub has been going for at least 15, 20 years. What are your chances, do you think? Oh, well, I took second in the last time we were in the parking lot, so. I'm a former second place winner as well. It's time for one. It's time, time for one. It's time for one. Maybe we'll tie. Oh, there you go, perfect. <laughs> Down here with a former champion. And Village Trustee Norm Anderson is down here. Norm, what are you doing here? I'm here because you're here, Chris. You're trying to get some free food, aren't you? Yeah, right, exactly right. These guys are making tacos. They've been down here all day long. Like, they're one of the best tents. They stuck them way down here at the very end of the tent, and it's one of the best places to go hang out. That's where I hang out with Alex and Jeff. That's all I do. <laughs> All right, we got we got Alex and Jeff here. They're from uh, the, the, what, what's the name of your team again here, Alex? We get it at Porky's. I love it. You got shirts. They're awesome. Yes, uh, you're also displaying a uh, bowling championship. That you are a part of my friend. I am. My name's going on that big giant trophy yes, that you're displaying. Yes, what are we doing right now? Describe it for the listeners. We are uh, putting our barbecue sauce, our special barbecue sauce, on the award-winning ribs. Yeah. Uh, you said we're former champions. Uh, I like to think of it as once a champion, overs a champion. So yeah. uh, we're not former, but. Uh, I don't know what my buddy Jeff over here has to say about it. All I gotta say is, if you're not first, you're last. Right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, what is the secret, or at least give us something. Don't give us the whole thing, but what is what is one of the things about your ribs that makes them different? Yeah, we, we jack fire and the sauce. What is it? Jack fire. That's very vague. Yeah, that's very yeah, vague. To, they don't want to give anything away. No, they don't. No, they don't. I mean, maybe you're there's up some to something. Jack, jack Daniels maybe in there. Some Jack Daniels in the sauce. That's what they're saying. That's what I think what That's they're what saying. That's what they're saying. That's the secret. Daniels. That's the secret. Now they're bringing you a cup of sauce. Don't drink that. No, that don't, don't drink, drink it. it. Definitely Taste drink it. it. Definitely Taste drink it. it. Definitely drink that cup of sauce. <laughs> we want a true opinion. <laughs> what do you Definitely think? Definitely taste the jack. <laughs> there it is. Man, you could tell Hannah got into trouble when she was younger. She was oh. just going to down it. She was just going to, yeah, yeah, she was going to chug like, oh, somebody gave me a cup of something. <laughs> what do you think? He said there's jack in it, and I'm going to drink it. Back of the, the Volkswagen bus, because <laughs> the man offered me candy one time. So. <laughs> sauce is good. What did you think of the sauce there? <laughs> the sauce is good. It's really good. I like it. I like it. Like we said, we're not hiding anything, so when we win, you guys come down here and have a shot with what we rubbed it with. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And Norm, how do you rank this in the uh, list of events at Evergreen Park? What do you think? I think it's awesome, Chris. I think it's, it's great to get everyone together and it's a good time and, and it's about time we get out and enjoy ourselves and have some fun and, you know, and, and hopefully you've got good luck. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over Uh, the ribs have been turned in. First of all, I want to get an honest opinion. Hannah, how did I do? Chris, I tasted, I sampled about 12 different ribs from tonight. 
yours were outstanding, the best. They were not, you had a little bit of spice to it. You had the sweetness to it. They fell off the bone. Who wants to be sucking on a bone, getting meat stuck in their teeth? Wow. You want the nice wow. tender meat. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, John Brand, you're an expert. You serve incredible food at Open Outcry. You're sitting here in my tent, and my side dish was your beer tonight. You're my side dish. How many times have you been called a side dish? Uh, since high school, I would say <laughs> not, well, probably not since high school, but not very often recently. Right, right. Uh, but hey, you, I heard you ask Hannah the question. Your ribs were excellent. Thank you. Your ribs had, I appreciate a nice tanginess in the ribs, right. and yours brought the nicest tanginess to all the ribs I tried here tonight. They Thank were very you. good. Thank you. If you ever need a guest chef for like a weekend, I'll make my ribs for you. We'll call you. I have your number in my Rolodex. All right. So you're pouring beer tonight. I want to know what you felt like because you showed up and you were like, oh, we might get a couple of people at this thing. And then you were like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people. And the extra beer arrived very quickly. You're pouring your favorite beer, which is Speculator. What's it been like tonight? Yeah, it's been great. So uh, uh, what's been nice, when I come to these events, it's really nice to see most of the people here are our customers, and I already know what people like when they come up, and I knew who the Speculator drinkers are. Uh, we poured Speculator tonight, and we went through a couple kegs. Uh, in fact, we called the brewery to bring a couple more kegs up I here. know, it was incredible. It was I mean, like, I was laughing at you. You were like, you were like I didn't think there were, there were going to be that many drinkers here. I was like, this is Evergreen Park. It's Evergreen, Evergreen Park. Evergreen Park drinks. So, yeah, we made yeah. an emergency run the of the brewery. The mayor was over here drinking your beer. Mayor Burke was drinking Speculator, and so was, her, so was the first husband. The first, so, yeah, the first yeah. gentleman. So yeah. I knew the first gentleman. So I knew we had to go get a couple extra kegs. Uh, so yeah, we we had the brewery run a few more up. It's been great. It's really nice to see our customers outside the brewery and uh, at this rip fest and talk about our beer and hear everyone say nice things about our brewery. So it's been very, it's very fun. I love doing these things. And the Redeemer community, by the way, has been incredibly supportive of us. The Redeemer's Men's Club is always doing things in the brewery. The Redeemer. The Redeemer uh, Parish. We've done things with them before in the past. It's, just, it's this is a really nice community out here, and they've been very supportive of us. And you're going to be bringing your beer out to Oktoberfest for Evergreen Park on October the second, the first ever Evergreen Park Oktoberfest. You're going to be pouring at that as well. That's exactly right. Uh, we're going to be there. We're going to be, we'll probably bring Speculator and something else. It sounds like it's going to be a really nice event. It's a really nice venue. If you haven't been to that venue before, it's a really nice space to have a large gathering and a lot of people outdoors. It's a really nice spot. Uh, so we're looking forward to that very much. So you're pouring beer. I know I don't want to get in your way, so I'm going to let you pour a couple here because the line is starting to form. People love drinking your beer. But I keep thinking to myself, this, is, this has to be one of the most favorite times for a brewer. Fall is not so hot. Uh, people are out. People love getting out in September and October on the south side of Chicago. You have that beautiful rooftop. Yeah, great time to get outdoors. Great time to drink beer. Seasonal change in the Midwest is, is a, the best time of the year. Over at the brewery, we're going to do a couple more weeks on the rooftop, and we're going to be bringing the cabins back up there for the 2021-22 for the, uh, dome season again. Uh, that'll probably start early to mid-October. Uh, Will Turner, our head brewer, is brewing some fest beers right now. Those nice. Will be, those will be done here in probably the next week or two. He brewed them last week. Um, we're dropping some other interesting fall-inspired beers, a couple more dark pool variants, a couple more, uh, a couple different stouts. To be a brewer in the fall, 
when the weather changes, it's it's a fun time of year. People are a little bit more willing to um, experiment and try different things. So we'll, you'll be seeing those on draft here soon. You know, Hannah, you missed it, but you must have heard about it. John's got a brand new chef that's over at Open Outcry who's changed the whole menu. Well, not really changed it. They're still doing the pizzas in the wood fire oven. They're still doing a lot of the favorites, but there's a lot of new additions right now. There's a lot of cool stuff over there right now. Do you saw the one with the pork belly, the pizza with the pork belly? The, the pork belly pizza is getting really good feedback. Yeah, we started. I love that thing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, we started experimenting with pork belly a couple weeks ago. We're doing a, uh, we're doing a, a, a wood fire pork belly pizza with slices of apple and different sauce, white sauces on it. Oh, it's really good. So good. And then uh, the pork belly sandwich. We're finishing those pork belly slices off in the wood fire pizza oven to give it a little smoky note to it. Yeah. It's really good. So, give me your go-to beer on your list right now for the fall. Because it's going to get chilly in the next week or so. Yep. You know, I mean, like, people are going to be like, all right, I'm getting in that mood. It's fire pit season in a couple of weeks. Like, what do they get from Open Outcry? I know you can your beers. Yep. So if somebody wants to get it to go or if they want to go sit on your rooftop and enjoy the fall weather, what would you what would you say was the go-to beer? I mentioned earlier we got the best beer coming out next week. In addition to that, we just dropped our Belgian wit. It's called Writing Options. Real nice Belgian wit. So you're getting that peppercorn, those peppercorn notes. We uh, we seeped it in uh, orange peel. Uh, it brings some like banana and clove notes to it. Uh, it's cloudy, but it's still light. It's not. It's only like five and a half percent too. It's a real nice fall drinking beer. Uh, some dark pool variants, the Russian Imperial Stouts. Those are going to start to drop here soon. We also probably we're about. 11 to 12 months on some of the barrels in the back of the tap room. Oh, I love that. We're going to start we're going to start emptying out some of the some of the barrels here in the next couple of weeks too. Oh. So you'll be seeing if you're following us on social media, you'll be seeing all the barrel aged beer drops and then we'll be doing interesting variants with that. For example, the Mex we're going to probably do the Mexican chocolate again. We're going to do some uh, some cocoa nibs again. We're going to do some coffee barrel aged Russian Imperial Stouts too. You'll see all that here in the next couple weeks. Listen, buddy, I want to say, uh, you made my night tonight. You made me look like a rock star. I got this tent here. I'm cooking ribs and my side dish was open up fried beer. It was your ribs, man. They were great. <laughs> it was all about your hey, ribs. You made me look really good here. It was fun. Like, we had a really good night. lined up to come over here and drink your beer. The Holy Redeemer community does it really well. Every time I come to one of these events over here, it's great. The community's great. All the same faces, everyone's having a great time. The music's good, the food's good, the beer's good. It's a really, Mayor Burke, Mayor Burke's walking around shaking hands, kissing baby. It's a really nice event. Yeah, excellent time, it's a lot of fun, but you made it better, but John, I really appreciate you coming by. I, I'm just happy to be here, thanks for having us. Thanks for letting me share the tent with you, I really appreciate it, thank you. You're such a big guy, and somehow we fit you in here. Well, we had to, we had to raise the tent. <laughs> Your tent wasn't on the highest setting. No, no, it's so, a midget. Yeah, so we had to raise it because <laughs> because my back was starting to hurt a little bit. So, so thanks for that. I appreciate it. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over Of beer. All right, Hannah. One of the big things they do here at the MHR Rib Fest is they have they have a nibbler competition. Yeah. These guys do appetizers, basically, mm -hmm. like about two in the afternoon while guys are cooking ribs. 
even though there's a ridiculous amount of meat available. So much. They, they go, what we should do is we should wrap something in a jalapeno and bacon, put it on a bun, and eat 50 of them. And they all like come up with these ridiculous deep fried things in the middle of the tournament yeah. that is only available to the cooks. And we have the winners right here standing with us. Give me your name, man. Ryan McAlilly. Kevin Klinger. Yeah, and you guys, you won. I ate what you had, and it was incredible. It was a meatball, I want to say, that had... What did it have in it? It was like a it was jalapeno. Called a jalapeno popper meatball. Yeah, it was insane. Like tell me, creation. Tell me what was in this thing. So we smoked jalapenos, we smoked bacon, we smoked the cream cheese, we mixed that together with cheddar, rolled it up in a ball, mixed that with hot Italian sausage. Wow. Yeah, we're not so, done yet. Wow. Blanketed the ball of cheese with the Italian sausage. Wow. A beautiful meatball. And then right. we rolled it very nicely. Then we yeah. rubbed it. Uh-huh. You have to rub <laughs> and it. And then we smoked it. Right. And then you smoked and it. And then we sauced it. And you sauced it. And then you ate it. It was amazing after yes. I ate it. It was, yeah. so, it was fantastic. It was so good. All right. We were so really going for a lot of layers of flavor. I think we And then I heard after you won it, John Brand from Open Outcry asked for the recipe and stole it, right? I mean, it's just like. Well, <laughs> yes. I, I accidentally gave it to him, forgetting that he had given over the rights to, or bought the kitchen rights or whatever it was. And uh, I realized that, you know, now he's going to probably have that in his kitchen. He's probably going to have that in his kitchen. And that's so. fine. I said, as long as you call it the Mac Nibbler, I don't care. The Mac, <laughs> Mac Meatball, you can have it. I don't care. So is this, how many years in the uh, Barbecue Bash? This is our this first is our one. First We're first one. the Brother Rice Dance Club. And it's our first year doing it, so. But let me give you the lay of the land of this nibbler thing. So there were 17 or something. 17 entries, yeah. These guys bring these gigantic things, and you—they literally go one after the other, the, the next, the next. See, you see, you're, you had. Can't eat. That much. So you had a baby competition. I was there two years ago before the pandemic. There were 42 entries, and I was in it, and I was like, that's insane. It's literally a minute between each one. It's we brutal. Still, we would have still won. Guys were running to the Porta John halfway through. Yes. And then they were coming back for more nibblers. <laughs> exactly. At two in the afternoon. It yeah. was ridiculous. I don't know if, I don't know if we're giving away secrets on this podcast, but. Yeah, I, give I, me some I, secrets. I, I think that we, we really got lucky by being the fourth team picked because. By the 13th team, you're so full. You, you don't want to eat. You, you, you don't want to eat anything. Yeah. You don't want to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So don't. But whatever you do, don't. You may, just make sure you're last in line. <laughs> so you guys were in this thing first year. You did. You did well in the Nibblers competition. What was your overall feel here for the festival? We'll be back. It was awesome. Yeah. Great turnout. Absolutely. Great uh, we didn't get the result we wanted with the ribs, and we're going to keep coming back next year. We're going to try it again. Yeah. Excellent. Very good. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, good luck next year, I guess. Well, next year they better have a mac and cheese competition, a baked beans competition, yeah. and a coleslaw competition. Oh my God, I'm getting I'm getting fat right now just <laughs> listening to this. That's uh, I'm getting fat listening to your ideas. I'm thanks, guys. Fat, so I you know I must have listened. To <laughs> you know I get muscle aches all the time. I've gone from being able to do whatever I want to and not feeling any pain to basically getting pain for any kind of physical activity. Good news, there's a local family-owned Southside business that provides a CBD topical that will not break the bank. Creaky Bone Balm offers concentrated relief for creaky bones. It is an effective hemp-based CBD in a rejuvenating balm. And guess what? It's made in small batches, always free of preservatives, and all natural ingredients. It's great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain. You can even use it for skin ailments like burns and dry cracked skin. 
right now. Go to creakybone.com and use the promo code BASEMENT. Get 20% off your order. And now check out the new 2,500 milligram balm with reduced pricing on their classic balms right now at creakybone.com. You know what's funny about this? Mayor Kelly Burke is standing here, Hannah. Yes, she is. And she's like, she's like, why did I become mayor of a town that has a podcast? She's like, there's so many villages that don't have podcasts. In fact, literally nobody else has a podcast. And here's this idiot with a microphone trying to ask me, like, what's going on? It's one of the things that makes us an awesome town because we have a podcast. There you go. There you go. Uh, Did you get a chance to taste my ribs? I did. They were delicious. Thank you. They were delicious. Were you, were you in the playoffs Whoa. or the no, whatever no, it is? No, no, it's, well, it's a random crapshoot. I don't worry about it. That was an injustice. That's all I got to say. I want everybody to know the mayor of Evergreen Park says yes. it was an injustice. Justice, injustice. I was not in the finals or the playoffs or whatever she said. So you're going to be on the show next week. I'm excited to have you on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't wait to talk with you. But this event here. It's awesome. Isn't it like one of the things that like most places don't have and it's really cool that Evergreen Park has? And very community oriented. People coming out of the woodwork to cook ribs and enjoy them and just have a great time. Good bands. Yeah. And I feel like you're running into people you haven't seen in a year or so, you know? It's, it's been awesome. You know what, Kelly? I had a lot of people tell me that you are going to be too busy to be around anything. I see you at everything. So obviously they were wrong. I do my best. <laughs> I do my best. And so I was I, I was just bragging. There was the uh, the garage sale at yeah. Ukich today. I walked in there today, and I'm like, I'm not going to buy anything. I walked out with a, a set of golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement, and the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.